Mr. Williams said, please, but Luis has hit it and scored! Well, that's brilliant. Spontaneity of the highest class. David Luis appeared from out of the blue for the Blues and blasted it past the unaware Reds. That's superb. I think Mignolet is duped here. I think Liverpool have been duped. I think they're expecting it from William. And Louise has just taken all that out of the equation. Yeah, Mignolet's not set. The world is a different place since we were last. Uh, yeah, you know? it, 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 it is. We've uh, <laughs> we've seen the inauguration of Donald Trump. We've seen uh, a Muslim majority ban uh, yeah. from seven countries. Uh, we've also seen those poor Egyptians. Now, if they don't win the African Cup of Nations game tonight, then I think they might be a lot more worried <laughs> about Donald Trump after. But they have a nice distraction there against Burkina Faso <laughs> at uh, seven o'clock. Not but that I've watched too much of the nations, but did you not hear the big news today? What is the bigger? Guess I um where the Iceland coach who brought the Iceland to the quarterfinals of the Euros. Guess where he's going? Oh, no. no, it is not a championship team. No, it is not a Premier League team and it's not even a club team. Norway. Norway? Norway. So he's staying within the, the municipality then? But Jesus, like, Norway are worse than nice. That's a step oh, yeah. sideways yeah, if, well, if at, at worst. I think at the same time, um, Norway's population is a hell of a lot bigger yeah. than Iceland's. They maybe maybe they have some sort of infrastructure in place. They obviously have a better domestically than what Iceland has. But will uh, Odegaard as well? We can expect Norway to get good if you can do that. Yeah, Iceland, yeah. But this could be his stepping stone into a proper club club management because I highly doubt he was going to be recognised or considered for any um, top ten, you know, league club in the world. You know. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 just a strange one. But I thought that was the biggest news of the day. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty big actually. I give it that. But mate, does this mean he's uh, giving up the dental job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he uh, he's pulled enough teeth in his time now for for one lifetime. But yeah. uh, the, and other big news, Robbie Brady. Robbie Brady has gone to Burnley. I think that's a step in the right direction for him. I think it's it's a, it's the level he was playing at two years ago in exactly, the Premier yeah. League. I mean, he's he's kind of returned to his old level. I wouldn't say. It's huge. Oh, it's it's look, good it's, to see him playing Premier League football. It's positive. And, and let's be f- honest, I think he'll be playing Premier League football next season. Berlin, you're doing absolutely terrific. Uh, yeah. Great, great, great result yesterday. And they they seem to make seem to make that whole field advantage kind of every time the, mm. every time Burnley play it's a cup game you know it seems like they, they go out and, and they attack it. There's, they're not worried about a loss if they lose they come mm. in and sure there's another game and, and there's a right mentality that um, Sean Dyke has going there I don't know I think that analogy might be a bit dated now yeah. given the criticisms we've seen of the FA Cup last weekend <laughs> give us your thoughts I mean as a Chelsea fan you must be pretty pleased with your own team's results but has that has a competition finally gone out well, I mean it's, are, we, are we just re-spitting out the old news and we're just going to keep complaining about I think this, this year is, is the year where you've got the sceptics and the, the old diehards of Gary Lineker and all this yeah. you know finally accepting that you know the, the FA Cup well. is dece- it's, a, it's it's deceased um, let's be brutally honest uh, there's cause for you know that this EFL Cup to go out the window and just make it one cup and it, that probably would make it more important personally my own opinion a Champions League spot for the winner is is a dream that any any team mm. would want to go for even if they're only getting what 1.8 million for the for the winning uh, pro- the money yeah, when they, really they get in like, what are what are Swansea going to get if they finish bottom of the Premier League now, they had a good result last night they did it was um, two nice goals Sigerson with a lovely volley for, to finish it off well, I mean they're looking at possibly 92 million 
Exactly. Twentieth. Yeah, but um, I f- I like Paul Clement. Obviously, he was at Chelsea and Ancelotti. He's learned mm. from one of the best in the, in the business. Um, had a horrible, torrid time with Derby, but Derby seem only to be playing well with yeah with Steve. Um, Steve is <laughs> back. Steve, Steve yeah. is back. But I'm, delighted, I'm delighted he's doing well. He's fulfilled my predictions <laughs> that he was going to. Uh, but um, the one thing I think about when I. Uh, we bring up these FA Cup arguments and we were seeing over the weekend, Watford's nine changes, Manchester United, this many changes and so on and so on. But sure, it's been 18 years ago since Man United won the treble. Yeah. And then they dropped out of the next season's FA Cup to go play in a basically a marketing tournament in Brazil <laughs> instead of playing in the FA Cup. And we haven't, we haven't <laughs> seen an, a level of outrage that has reached something as purely taking the piss as that was back 18 years ago so have we really gone downhill since then or yeah but it, when when teams big teams like Chelsea United are, are up against uh, well no Brentford weren't, weren't small mm. but you know like there's there's non-league teams left in the competition Arsenal are going to feel they're not going to feel their, yeah. their starting 11 away to, to Sutton Sutton it's it's just common sense, isn't it? Remember, remember, especially with a club that are fighting relegation. Remember, um, was it Mick McCarthy who made the huge widespread changes against Manchester United because he got fined. and he got fined? But then they won the next game against like, the the team who they were playing escapes. But it was a, it was a six pointer, you know. Yeah. So it's it just it's just go always going to happen. Um, with, at this level now, maybe down the line when we get to na- next round is the quarterfinals, I believe. When because none of the big teams drew anyone really that that are scary. No. It's, there's not one. Tie there that you're we like, do wow, have that I romantic can... clash of Sutton at home. Exactly. Arsenal, and did you see the? And they will be playing it at home. Yeah. There was talk of moving to a bigger stadium, but I'm kind of happy they're taking it at home. It's but... gonna be. It's gonna be one for the history books because did yeah. you see the away end and did you see the away dressing room? <laughs> it's gonna be. I can't imagine Drew oh, doing right. his hair up in that dressing room. I, is there any sockets <laughs> for his hair dryer? But uh, yeah, it's it's Sutton. I'm at, like, because I don't think they were getting great attendances either. So, um, I wouldn't be in a huge Sutton fan. I wouldn't be <laughs> looking at them following them all season. Man, it's been terrible. <laughs> this is just the lift that we needed. <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the whole the whole town is going to come and watch this game, even if they're not diehard Sutton fans. It's going to be scarf, I'm sure. Exactly, and it's going to be the half and halves. But it's going to be one for, that's going to make that town buzz for for the week. That the build up is going to be great. Uh, I think it's February seventeenth to twentieth. The, mm. the, the dates are. Um, but uh, going back to the FA Cup, I think I think we can, we can start giving out if if they start. You know, remember Man City last year against Chelsea started a weakened team in the last sixteen. Mm. Like that, that's that's what I don't want to see. But when when you're playing a team, in it does the, seem like a simple enough solution. European place. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, yeah, there is there is a well, there is Europe. The one, yeah, though. yeah, yeah, exactly. But there has to be some. Imagine a team like. Like Sutton winning it, or not even if uh, if who was I'm trying to think of a Portsmouth. team. Yeah, Portsmouth. You know, if Portsmouth won, um, they're in Europe, and that's that's something that I think lower league teams because Leeds and Newcastle didn't mm. really seem to be bad. Like no, uh, not we, we have two uh, nine resident. changes away to Oxford on Saturday by exactly. Newcastle and Le- Leeds. You heard, um, and you can understand Newcastle because they are they're second in the championship. They're not. There isn't daylight between them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And the money involved in that is absolutely huge. And I, I know Alan Shearer is moaning, the fans are moaning. But I think you have to look realistically. If you're sitting in mid-table of the Premier League with no European aspirations, but not worry of being relegated, by all means, go for it. But I would not have liked to see them advance in the FA Cup and then start for to the see detriment reflected of, in yeah. league, league cover and that's just it's just do you not think you might really. have the squad size to deal with co- to cope with that well obviously not like, cause obviously, yeah obviously nine changes was us testing out to see if we did have the squad yeah. size and I would have 
general, generally thought, yeah, we our second team is definitely good enough to beat Oxford, yeah. but apparently not. But um, speaking of other previous winners, Wigan have acquired the services of Jack Byrne as of a yes, late transfer I saw last that. night. Yeah. That's going to be a very interesting one for, uh, it for seems the like Irish Irish 21 player of the year. We've been giving out a moping about, you know, um, players that aren't getting their chance mm. with Championship and Premier League teams. And we're, well, we're, we finally seen Richie Towell. Richie yeah. Towell put up some... Did you see what he got booked for? We'll go back for, to what... Did yeah, you see I what watched he got? this. That's <laughs> a disgrace. <laughs> so he just jumped, describe it. Describe it for the mic. So he jumps up onto the advertising boards after an absolutely great goal. It was a uh, well-taken uh, over the keeper. Uh, not, I wouldn't say a chip now he lobbed a kind of a striking it was, there was, was a lot, bit of venom in it yeah a bit of venom kind of call it a there was a dip, volley a d- like, yeah. it, was, it was nice and he jumps up onto the advertising boards and then he no, not un- interfering with the fans the fans did not interact with him or touch him or anything he jumped back off and did this I don't even know a dance but Pogba does Pogba and uh, Jesse Lingard do t- twice as well. but there bad. was actually a bit of distance as well where the fans the barrier for fans was yeah. on the actual board so he jumped up on the board and it was about say 1.5 yeah, seconds yeah. up on the board with the hands out jumps back down off the board no fan got near him exactly and he does a no little cars. dance excessive but you know then there's calls for these things you know when, when, when a player scores and one player goes and celebrates the fan, and then the, all the team come in and join and the fans touch four, five, six players should all, all the six players get booked mm. like you know uh, it's a stupid rule. I, I can understand why it's there. There's a bit of danger when mm. some lunatic fan gets a hold of their star. You know, it, it could go wrong. I don't know. I've only seen. I've only had positive experiences <laughs> from watching this happen, like Alexander Mitrovic with the invading fan against Sunderland last season, which probably made one of the photo photographs of the Premier yeah, League yeah. last year. Was Mitrovic slipping <laughs> under the fan and him in mid air about to land on top of him? <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think we could do with more moments like that. I think exactly. <laughs> It's it's the might magic. be going alt right on the old <laughs> Premier League here and say it's all gotten a bit too PC there, Breen, but it has. It honestly has. An atmosphere is suffering throughout because of it, and you, we've probably seen you've seen from being being to a Celtic game there last week. Yeah. I saw it in Italy. That you know you had seen the safe standing and the way the fans were conducting themselves there. And yeah, there's there's room to push the line a little bit further back than they are holding it. At the Obviously, the events football. like Hillsborough and stuff is going to make you take really really proactive approach <clears throat> and overly cautious but, yeah. but you know you can't sing when you're sitting down it just can't happen you see it at Old Trafford you see the yeah. Stamford Bridge it, the, the fans are told to sit down or they're kicked out you can't it's it's you know they, they need to they need to be allowed to stand and cheer because sitting down and singing is just I tried to do it at Stamford Bridge and we were in the prem, um, the 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 middle section the the premier section and uh, it wasn't any fun it was a bit uh, dreary and people were looking mm. at me so uh, but going back to Jack Byrne, absolutely terrific, and it's a it's a level where I think he can he has a chance to flourish. Yeah, definitely at what Wigan, um, as, because they they're kind of having their troubles. Um, Will Griggs isn't uh, <laughs> isn't on fire uh, no, this year. Somebody has doused him in a bucket of water. <laughs> but well, who is on fire is Daryl Horgan, who has made yeah. made his debut against Arsenal. Only got about ten minutes, but yes, the tweets seem to be quite impressive with him. Um, then he went on, made his debut in the championship, and within ten minutes had an absolute worldy of an assist. Yeah, he I was right just, down the middle. It, it's 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 what you, we've come to see Dund, um, Dundalk do. Not yeah. even just him, but other players in the dock just mm. cutting defenses in half. Uh, it's it's really exciting to see. You know, we, we as I said, we've been given out that League of Ireland players just they're 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 going over and then coming back. But hopefully mm. now, hopefully these three four fellas who've gone over now can stick and make make the yeah. worldwide because there's a chance, there's a place for them in this in this Euro team. This this team isn't getting any younger. 
Yeah, in, in a Ireland to be playing Iran Naveen before Preston games sometime soon, <laughs> or um, before an old man. But we we'll move yeah. on to, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but we're going to move on to the uh, big game that from last night. As a Chelsea fan, you must have felt pretty down at the time. At yeah. the point that Costa put that penalty to the side and Paddy Power had a great joke about it actually that was Mignolet reacting to David Luiz's free kick that caused him to save the penalty but um, at the time you must have felt like two points dropped yeah, so, um, but now giving other results from last night because you must be more optimistic obviously this game was the 8 o'clock and all the other yeah. games were the 7.45 so I saw Arsenal go 2-0 down on an Arsenal, yeah. and and you know and I thought you know Spurs are playing Sunderland I didn't think so- Sunderland in the way is not an easy game we saw no. um, Chelsea really especially struggled for there, a London club especially for a London club going all the way up there um, it's a notorious journey for uh, in, in, in Premier League terms but you know Chelsea I thought were the better team I didn't think I, Liverpool obviously had a lot of the ball there at home but Chelsea had more of the clear-cut chances. Uh, Firmino had this fl- a shot where he had a lot more time than he thought mm. in the second half, and he drops. It was an absolute shocking, shocking shot. But uh, you know, hitting the post and then that that penalty, you just took off Hazard. It just you know. But we're not nine points. Chelsea are nine points ahead yeah. now, and they go. To, they they have Arsenal at home, where they have a, a phenomenal record against the Gunners at home. They get a point there. Mm. I think I could. I think it's over then. I, if they don't lose at Stamford yeah. Bridge, and I think they could win because obviously without Arsene Wenger on the touchline, yeah. they don't seem to be playing great ball. So and yeah, there was a lot of questions asked last year over David Luiz returning to the club for an awful lot of money after you know his liable performances. You know he's been he's been uh, criticised a lot for getting these mid-game notions that sometimes don't go too well. But his notion last night, his his, his impact on the game. Well, his one out of the blue notion that nobody really expected <laughs> well <laughs> Which was a very David Luiz thing to do Mignolet wasn't even expecting it so <laughs> no, it, you know I, I just want to say sorry to David Luiz if he's listening out there I gave <laughs> I, I couldn't understand why Chelsea were signing him back apparently Chelsea were in for Marquinhos and then David Luiz heard word mm. that Chelsea were in for a defender and he said I want to go back to Chelsea and not play for a team that wins Liga every uh, uh, <laughs> every every second every every year um, eat with ease he said I have a point to prove at Chelsea people were laughing at me over the World Cup he said I want to prove a point mm. and to be honest him and Cesar Aspilicueta they've been absolutely phenomenal Gary Cahill but David Luiz hasn't has not really put a foot wrong in 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 a blue shirt this season and which if you said that when when we signed him when Chelsea signed him. <laughs> you'd be getting a lot of money. You'd be getting over a hundred to one if he wasn't going to make an error that caused the goal. But that that this five at the back is just absolutely terrific. Now, John won all at, at Anfield. It's a strange. It's a strange system. It is. It's bizarre. It's, it's, is it? Would you call it five or would you call it three with some Depend- ultra attacking wing backs? If you're going, if you're going to places like Anfield, it's five at the back. Yeah. If you're at home, it's it's like we're only playing just three three backs and five in the midfield. It's yeah. it's a, that's how adaptable it is. And yeah. Jamie Carragher, your general attacking wingers are more more like forwards now with this system as well. And Chelsea have never been a team that really had too much width. You remember yeah. the, the, uh, Alex Ferguson criticised them that they were kind of this narrow team mm. uh, in the past and for, for for once now the, the wingers are getting chalk on their boots. Yeah. Uh, Pedro, Moses, uh, Alonso on the other side and, and 
just I just want to say for the next I'm going to take the next minute of this just to say what a player N'Golo Kanzi is and how if he does not get player of the year if he continues mm. the form that he's in it's a travesty it's an absolute travesty if he doesn't get player of the year just because he doesn't score as many goals as Diego Costa Ibrahimovic Harry Kane mm. doesn't mean he's not as good as a player he's playing every game bar bar the Spurs game he was kind of played out you know they kind of they dealt with him well every other game N'Golo Kante has been absolutely phenomenal and this system is suiting him so much to the ground because he doesn't have to come wide and and, and defend and uh, think about any wingers on the opposition team because you have Victor Moses on that side it's going to be exciting if Chelsea get another centre midfielder in there like Nangolin that what they're saying or um, Vidal that mm. <laughs> there, there's there's a lot of room for that team um, but going by this season Matic and N'Golo Kante just absolutely terrific so we're going to take it back to Arsenal's shock defeat 2-0 down after 15 minutes they did claw it back to 2-1 I watched a bit of this and you know what kind of came to my head was do you remember when Theo Walcott scored that hat-trick in the Champions mm-hmm. League mm-hmm. and Roy Keane kind of famously said on ITV after Walcott's interview you had one good game don't get yeah, ahead of yourself exactly and, and we've seen him score another hat-trick again at the weekend but it's just this kind of how right Roy Keane was that <laughs> Theo Walcott is kind of having these amazing games and then just not showing up but that's Arsenal. for the next few weeks because he had a lot of really bad touches really crap yeah, shots oh, he, he, well, he, he, he wasn't great but isn't that that's that's every a lot of Arsenal yeah. players do that you know Sanchez has kind of gone off the boil a bit now and, and he's having a bit of a, 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 yeah. a fit you know he's having a bit of a, a, a trouble on the pitch he's not happy it looks like Drew scores 8-8 eight and eight and then he goes quiet mm. for the next day it's, it's just Arsenal and it's that's when Arsenal beat these good teams. These remember when they surprise beat when they have surprise victories in Europe. You know Barcelona mm. over the years, Bayern Munich. That's when all players on the field click. They are one yeah. on their day, and I know that's easy to say on their day. Any team is good, but Arsenal, as we saw them going back to Chelsea, they they bet them three 0 play them off the park on their day when everyone's ticking. Ozil as well, who goes quite anonymous sometimes. Mm. They're absolutely just top, different class. They're absolutely phenomenal. But then they just have these moments of going anonymous. So if you want to look at Watford, I suppose there's two things I wanted to draw from Watford's performance. was one great reaction after Igalo has uh, taken his ticket yeah, to China. exactly. And the other one is, do you think Troy Deeney just deserves to be England's plan B striker? Do you think, why... Yeah, I it's it's hard to say that on the back of such poor form Watford have been in because they've been in yeah. absolutely a biz. They had one of the worst like Christmases. In, yeah, no, I was checking statistics again, and he still wins more headers than any other English player in the Premier League. And I kind of think are England oh, going to play like that? Do you think though? But you need you always need a backup. So oh, you do, yeah. And we were talking before Andy Carroll could be yeah. could have been the fella on the plane that that. Yeah, you know, you're you're one all seventy minutes gone in, in yeah. Europe, and like that, they all did. Like every team has it. I don't yeah. know why England would have to kind of be so against. They're nearly too proud, to aren't system. they? I mean, it's what got Holland to a World Cup semi final as well. Was and sticking Huntelaar in in the last exactly. World Cup, and you know, <laughs> Troy Deeney's such a leader as well, and that's yeah. that's what it seemed like England were missing. Just yeah. the leadership on that pitch. We had all these young Liverpool and Spurs players for the majority mm. on the pitch. But there was no one, no Stephen Gerrard. There was no John no. T- T- Terry. There was no leader. And J- Troy Deeney, although and he, he plays for Watford, so egoless. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, he's as hard. He's hard as nails. <laughs> he's a true club man. Uh, we saw what he thought about James McLean's tackle uh, during the year. He, he didn't mm. like that much. He says it as it is. But you, you always see. You just he's a presence on the pitch that, and it's a positive presence. It's not a negative presence like we're seeing with Alexis Sanchez at the minute. It's someone that you know, young players can look up to and. 
with with all these young Spurs players in the England team, maybe they need someone like Troy Deeney. Do you think that? Yeah, I definitely think he deserves to be in there on the bench as as the impact sub when things aren't going well, exactly. which regularly happens for England, <laughs> and they regularly don't have ideas to do this. Maybe Southgate will look at this because. He wouldn't be so dissimilar himself. Maybe lacked the leadership qualities when he was was there. That could be that seemed it, yeah. to one. He did, he did always seem to be a little bit quiet. But other than that, I think maybe he would see something in a player like that. Watford seemed to be Arsenal's kryptonite. They they bet them in the FA Cup. They they gave him a great game in the FA Cup at the Emirates mm. last year. Um, but that's a win that they certainly certainly needed. It's uh, they're, they're at the wrong foot of the table. They took absolute. Hawkins off uh, United Spurs, just to name a few o- over over the Christmas period. Uh, Palace finally getting <laughs> that win that we were kind of expecting because they have a good squad. Yeah. They have a really good squad and they've and brought they've in a few players. Van Aardholt off Sunderland exactly, as well. who's a great player. He's they've, I think they held on to Townsend in the end. I'll have to double check that. But Townsend was supposed to be going back out the door, but he seems to be there. he got an assist last night. I think uh, so. Yeah, their their squad is looking a lot better. And, and Bournemouth is a tough place to, to, to get oh, three yeah. points Bournemouth are like Burnley they treat every home game as yeah. if that just go all out go all out and to do everything to win the game and no call, there's no real caution with Burnley or with Bournemouth as we saw with the trio draw against yeah. Arsenal so obviously is the league over for you now with you know obviously Chelsea gained the point but Arsenal losing a point Tottenham only getting a point it's, it's one game down and you're still practically in the same position you were before Be- yeah better, be- better by one point now uh, because Spurs were were behind Arsenal, yeah. another equal, and I, 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 I think I don't want to say it's over because one a loss on Saturday is, doesn't blow the door open, but it starts yeah. to ask questions. And although Chelsea answered the loss to Spurs fairly well uh, with two or three wins in succession, I still think if they don't lose on Saturday at uh, early kickoff, it's over. Uh, yeah. That's that's just how it is. Uh, I don't think Spurs have that traditional fade away in the last third of the season that's going to be coming soon some people are expecting and Arsenal do they have the bottle I don't know I don't think so you know <laughs> three all draws at, Bo- at uh, Bournemouth and losing at home to Watford same old same old same old same old uh, and Liverpool just they, they need a centre half they, another next year they could be really really dangerous and they had a really good run of form before Christmas but it's kind of all coming off they, and then as Alex Ferguson's famous dressing room speech went to the United team 3-0 down to Tottenham at half time Spurs is it? Bad. it's yeah. Spurs <laughs> <laughs> they look a lot different than they did then but yeah we still obviously have their doubts about whether they could have a bottle to really push it especially the after the <laughs> The the confidence factor from last season exactly. and the way they ended up losing the league to Leicester, which is kind of embarrassing in itself, you know, Leicester winning. But do you think <laughs> it's all? Do you think this year's over? Do you think it's 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 a sixth league trophy for the Blues? I can't see anybody catching up. Yeah, if you look there, who I'm who's the, the most likely? Now. Do you think? I think the most likely thing to happen if I was look, <laughs> looking at that is that Man City would actually make a climb to second. You think they'll get, they'll get it right they, in the end? I think they can get it right in the end. Um, I, still don't, I just don't think there's enough in the bank for Spurs or, Ars, or Arsenal to really push on. Well, definitely not make up the gap. They might try hold their positions, but I think it's all kind of downhill, really. They can only drop. It's a stat that we have to look up for the next time. When was the last time three London clubs finished in the top three? That's, that, that's potentially what Ooh. could happen now. Yeah. That's a big one because it's either Liverpool and United for how many years we're dominating for the yeah. past 30, 40 years. That could be one. That's one we'll have to get back to next week. Yeah, okay. So we're just going to we're going to go out on a final note here. We're, we're kind of running out of time, but yeah, you went to watch Saint, you went to watch Celtic play St. Johnson last week and um, Chris Sutton famously oh. says 
Well, infamously said on Five Live yesterday that Celtic couldn't now win the league if they played the rest of the season without a goalkeeper. I agree with them. 20 points clear. Yeah, 20 points Could clear. Could potentially win the league by 40 points. Over 20 points, points exactly. And I think they'll scra- if they did do so, they'd scrape it. But they... they you know how many shots on goal do they have? They have the possession. They've seventy percent possession every game. Mm. Um, now, having said that, the game I was St. Johnston hit the post uh, with their one shot that they had. But still, you know, it's they, they don't. They're twenty two points in in <laughs> just now. It's just gone into gone into February, and they had a huge break uh, mm. for Christmas. I, I agree with him. Um, I was going back to the game. You know, there was only three quarters full. Uh, there was it wasn't it was it was wasn't a great game. But the Green Brigade in the corner in that standing mm. section, as we said, um, they'd sung for the forty-five minutes until halftime. Took a break. You maybe got some mince pie or something, and they sung for the second forty-five. <laughs> and and about fifteen twenty minutes after it, they were singing. Kieran Tierney, nineteen-year-old left back. Sunderland tried to sign him. I think United and City have put interest in him. He does not wear coloured boots. He he rejected a deal with Adidas because he doesn't uh, agree with coloured boots. He <laughs> he, ha- he wears his black umbros. I th- I think. And it's a classic Roy Keane deal, exactly, sponsorship yeah. deal. And uh, my my friend Seamus is a diehard Celtic fan. Thinks he will never leave the club, even if and we put it to even if China came in from for six hundred thousand a week. He said he said he doesn't think so. I'll go for a year. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go for a year. <laughs> see what see it's like. Yeah, see, see the China nightlife. Uh, what if the Thai Tims come knocking with big money? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Well, and goodbye to uh, Igalu. Good luck over there. I suppose the next episode we will get a, a full list of all of the players that have joined China and I suppose we'll just try to clarify exactly what's going on there. We might even bring updates. And then we'll probably go for name players who probably have the ambitions of going to China. Ambitions, sorry, that's the complete wrong word. Um, has the, the thought of going to China and would they go under their current conditions and how old they are and what they are because that's that's actually pretty interesting with Diego Costa, you mm. know. does He's 29, coming up to 29. Does he have the ambitions to go over and uh, make a lot of money? Yeah, so 2030 World Cup. What, who's your <laughs> prediction? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hi folks, I'm Ireland, Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I'll go for China. I'll, I'll check Paddy Power now once we uh, log out of this studio. Right, folks, that's all we have time for. Thanks very much for tuning in. And later on in the week, we will have the rugby brain boxes on to, to give the Six Nations predictions. And then we will be coming in with GAA coverage next week ahead of the Allianz League. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>